What up, guys? Before we get going, we just want to remind you to follow us on Twitter, at underscore Talkamania, and to check us out on iTunes. Leave us a rating, review, and hit that subscribe button. So you challenge Charlotte to a match? Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Talkamania! I'm not finished with you! That, my friend, is gonna leave a mark. I love black guys. Where are you, Dango? All before you were wearing a training bra. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another week of exciting wrestling news on Talkamania. I'm your host, Desmino, here with my tag team partner, J-Bomb. Say hello, J-Bomb. Hey, man. How's it going? Good. It's going good. And it's going to be a big week for us. This week, we're going to jump into topics leading to WrestleMania. We're going to be covering Daniel Bryan wrestling at WrestleMania. It's official, folks. Ronda Rousey's building to WrestleMania and Undertaker, John Cena build up. These are the three big things heading into WrestleMania, among many other things we're going to get to today. So, I'm excited. Are you excited, Javon? How are things going? I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. How has your week been? How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, man. I mean, it's been a busy week. Um, Work's been crazy. I know work's been crazy for you as well. And with all the hype leading up to WrestleMania week, it's just, I don't know, it's just a really good time to be a wrestling fan, man. It is, it is. And I know you've been really stuck to following a lot of things on the independent scene. You're giving me a lot more pressure to get into it, which I'm going to be doing. But uh, I'm excited. Your passion for the indie scene is igniting a passion for me to get into the indie scene. Ooh, we're igniting each other's passions? Is that what we you're saying? We are. It's like we're reminiscing again. You know, we're kind of rekindling our old love for one another. I, I really don't like you, though, so I'm sorry to lay you down. Oh, what a dick. No, yeah, like you said, um, it's been good, man. Um, what makes it really, really easy is... Android boxes and Cody. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Big I Brother's mean, watching. One day, maybe I'll support them, but you know, it's like us. We give free content out there. I think that that's how they should start. Um, everybody's jumping on the WWE bandwagon with these networks and and pay to 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 subscribe. And uh, to tell you the truth, I watch a lot of wrestling, so to, to pay for it all, it's a little expensive. So right now, yeah, I'm not supporting the indie scene. You could all hate me. I don't really care. Um, but yeah, Ring of Honor, man. Honestly, I, I fall in love with it. The New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, was great pay per view last week. You got to start watching the Young Bucks, man. I'm telling you, you'll love them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like they just seemed a little bit full of themselves. They seem to be a little bit overhyped. But I hear everybody who thinks they're overhyped do watch them and then realize the hype is real. Son. The hype is real, man. The, the hype, hype is, is real. real. So we'll check it out. We'll check it out. A little bit too many super kicks and. And fanboy moves for my liking, but it seems like every match is a spot. I saw some gifts from their match that they had, and it seems like they kept like putting their lives at risk with every match. So it's kind oh of yeah, like, no, it dude, it's it? a car crash. Like yeah, like TLC, um, Edge and Christian, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys. Every time they have a ladder match, or pretty much every match is a ladder in it, and uh, it's it's worth it, man. Like, is it though? Because it's kind of like it dilutes the whole spot thing, right? Because everything everything's though. a spot, right? Yeah, but it, when you start watching like Ring of Honor and stuff like that, you're gonna like a regular match. There is like 
a match full of spots in the WWE. And it doesn't dilute it because they just do bigger spots. 450s through tables, 450s off ladders through tables, 450s with guys like hanging off the ropes. It's crazy. And uh, honestly, man, Nick Jackson is just next level, man. Next level. Next Je- Jeff Hardy level 2.0, man. Like cool. Jeff Hardy on steroids. Put it that you hear this guy's passion? Check it out, folks. I know yeah. I will. It's good, man. I'm not going to lie. I love it. Cool. And I mean, yeah, I know you were saying the WWE Network and us folks in Canada, we're a little bit sacked more so than the U.S. folks. Yeah. I think the U.S. folks have a lot more content, a lot more access to the archives. Us over here, it's kind of a, a channel that runs 24-7, kind of repeats the same content. And if you want to get the, the good matches, the vault classics, you got to log on the website every time. It doesn't remember your login, so you have to log in manually every time. Okay, so you have that problem too, right? No, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. known issue. There's all these known issues for different regions Seems like they target it really towards the U.S. I understand. It's an American company. Come on, give us some love. Come so, on. yeah. I still like the WWE Network because I love that crisp pay-per-view um, view. I guess pay-per-view view. The pay-per-view HD view? view. Yeah, the HD. Yeah, it's view. nice. Yeah, I know the quality it, it on the network. Nice. The quality on the network when you watch it on your PC is just not the same. Like, it's no. good, but, like, it's, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's like watching Netflix on 480, I find. It's not quite there. Hmm. But anyways, all right. Well, we got a piece of news. I got to send a congratulations out. We got to send a congratulation out to Mike the Miz. Oh yes, yes. He welcomed in his first child, um, daughter named Monroe Sky Mizanin. Mizanin. Yeah, I don't know. uh, Eminem again. Another Eminem. Yeah, it's true, eh? Another M. But uh, awesome, great for him. Congratulations. Uh, You know, it's gonna probably pump him into going to the WrestleMania season. And fantastic. Gotta love the love. Yeah, and buddy. Love. I got a little bit of piece, piece of news for you as well, too. We're sending out big news, breaking congratulations. J-Bomb. Uh-oh. Two weeks ago, I asked my girlfriend to marry me. What? Are you serious? I did. Are you kidding me? No. Jesus. Ring the bell. I had no idea. You, damn. How'd you do it? Uh, it was interesting. I mean, I don't want to go into too long of a story, but... Um, you know, me and my girlfriend had been kind of at work together. I, I liked her, uh, but she was she was, you know, she was engaged when I first met her. So it was kind of taboo. It was, it was. Yikes. So I, I, I planned to stay away from her, but everything we kept doing at work um, kind of kept putting us together. And I was in the team building committee, and she was in the team building committee. And uh, well, she wasn't initially, but all of a sudden they introduced a new person in the team building committee. It was her. I couldn't escape her. We did an event, which was a murder mystery, where somebody, which was my coworker at the time, ended up being the murder victim. I was the murderer, and what we did was we acted out the scene at the office and then dispersed into the city of Montreal. And we all had locations where we would st- sit at, and we were all alone, except for me, being the murderer, I had a wife, and mm, it was her. So I thought it was funny because like, I was trying to kind of avoid her because I had feelings for her, but I knew the situation. But we ended up being forced to spend that day together being fake married right so i thought that was funny the first time we talked we were fake married and uh we spent the day together and planted planted a seed and i think just something kind of blossomed out of that and you know she wasn't really on good terms with her boyfriend at the time and that was dissolving so we you know we were friends for a while and that kind of built into something so uh, i took her out to dinner that night and then as we were driving home i pulled up close to where we had met uh, where our meeting point was at that murder mystery and we kind of walked up there, reflected about how, you know, we've come a long way in this two and a half years and, you know, that we were fake married. 
on the first day we were together and now I wanted it to be real married and then basically got all cheesy and sentimental and dropped on one knee and asked her to marry me. Oh. Are you fucking serious, man? Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, like all all jokes aside. Okay. You're literally springing on this on me on the podcast because I, I had am. no idea. Yeah. And yeah. I know that those sound bits might have sounded like we were preparing for it, but legitimately have no idea. Dude, congratulations. That is amazing. She said yes, right? She did, yeah. My, te- <laughs> my Ted Mosby adventure is over, and you've been with me on that whole ride. So, Oh, my God, yeah. dude. Yeah. I got goosebumps. Shit. I got to go tell my wife. Dude, we got to celebrate. Yeah, it's pretty pretty big news, I guess, for Holy. me. You know. And how long have you – two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. So I tried to tell you on the podcast last week, but you ended up, we ended up, I ended up not fitting it in, and we kind of went off topic, and then the, the opportunity kind of passed. So, oh Jesus Christ, awesome man! That is, I don't. I, can we continue on with this podcast? I think I we like can, gonna, and I think you know, about ladies and gentlemen, they don't want to hear about my mushy stuff. They don't want to hear about <laughs> this stuff. It's cool for us. We'll celebrate. We'll have some beers at WrestleMania. But for now, let's get into the nitty gritty. All right, man. So, like you mentioned. Um, Daniel Bryan. He's right. Back. So he announced on SmackDown this week that he's getting back in the ring. Obviously, we knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen at WrestleMania, but now we know it's official. It's going to be KO, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, who's recovering from miraculous, miraculously from a pretty uh, severe medical issue. Um, diverticulitis, right? Or an infection caused kind of burn, by diverticulitis. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, it seems like he'll be good to go in a week or two, which is kind of blows my mind because, I mean, you had, you've had hernia no. surgery, have you not? I, well, I had hernia surgery, and, and I, I, I had different surgery than he had, but my father had diverticulitis. Um, so, I don't know if, like, my dad had, like, a couple feet of his intestines removed. There was no way he can do anything for weeks. So, I mean, this is the same injury. Well, not the same injury, but diverticulitis is what took Brock Lesnar out of the UFC. So to say that Shane has it, I don't think, I mean, I'm assuming if it is not a work, which I'd be surprised if it was a work, uh, it might've been just like a diverticulitis attack. And then he got an infection based off of that. So it seems very specific. They could have just been like, he had a bump on his head. If it was a a work, I don't think they would use diverticulitis. Yeah, I know. It just sounds like it's a little bit particular, you know, it's very specific here, folks. Yeah. But, I mean, good for him. If he's going to be at Mania, that's huge. Yeah, um, well, I heard the rumor was also that if it wasn't going to be Shane, they were going to reach out to Chris Jericho. And if you would see a, uh, oh Daniel Bryan and Chris Jericho, my God, it would blow the roof off of Mania. And not just that it would make sense and be convenient, though. Look at the, Jericho's feud with Kevin Owens coming full circle in the next year's WrestleMania. It would have been phenomenal. Oh, it would have been amazing. show up as a surprise yeah. and be like, I'm going to fuck you over as well. Yeah, with this uh, new look, you know. Like, I don't know, man. I'm excited to see Jericho when he comes back to some degree one way or the other. It'll happen sooner than later. But even when he appeared backstage with the longer hair, you know, kind of t- doing his little... Uh, kind of back and forth, Elias. Uh, I'm excited. I'm always excited when Jericho is around. So for me, that would have been really cool. Shane McMahon. They always got to find a place to put him in WrestleMania. It seems. And uh, I guess I'm cool gonna... with that, though. Yeah, I'm okay, yeah, I'm okay. okay. Cool. It's going to be cool. But here's a stipulation, right? So there is a stipulation because yes. I'm not going to lie. I missed SmackDown. I missed so, it. You, you got to stop telling the fans that. You got to stop telling the viewers that. Because well, I'm you just look being like, honest. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You, Come you, on, you indie I, hipster, you. I had hockey. I had hockey, and I tried to watch it on catch-up on my IPTV, and it screwed up. Yeah, I don't pay for any type of TV. So This guy's going to jail right now. We're exposing him, folks. Yeah, well, pants are down. 
But uh, yeah, stipulation, if KO, Sami Zayn wins, they're reinstated, and if they lose, they're fired. So that's kind of a bit like, hmm, because obviously they're not going to stay fired, so is it they're going to find a way to beat Shane and, and Daniel Bryan? Is it going to be Shane Cost in the match? Is it going to lead into something with Daniel Bryan and, and Shane after WrestleMania? Or are they going to legit lose? Because you don't want to see Daniel Bryan losing his first match back. That is for he sure. He can't. He can't. He can't. Unless Shane gets the, takes the pin or something. But um, otherwise, they're going over to Raw, I would assume, right? Well, what's the stipulation? Because like I said, I didn't watch it. Is it they're fired from WWE or are they just they just said they're fired? They said they're fired. They said they're fired. Okay. And, and Daniel Bryan, I mean, I caught like three minutes of his promo before we got on the podcast. He took to off record. his cardigan. He said, I hate yeah. these cardigans. He's and like, I hate what is blazers. this even? And he threw it down. And he seemed like he wanted to like quit jam right there. So I don't know. I just, I really hope that, oh, man, Daniel well, Bryan is so GM awesome. For, for long, that's for sure. I just don't want Daniel Bryan to, I don't want them to try and make him a heel. And I don't want to oh try. Oh my god! Where do you relax, buddy? They're not going to be jumping to heel. Well, I'm just saying so that soon. if Shane costs him the match, Shane would be the heel. But like Shane screws him over, or Shane like yeah, Shane just screws takes him over. Shane screws him over. Huh. That's how they would lose something like that. But I don't see Daniel Bryan taking a pin unless they're really building into something bigger. Because the next big pay per view, SummerSlam, right? So that's a ways away. Is it SummerSlam? There's nothing between WrestleMania. Well, there's Money in the Bank, which is pretty yeah, awesome. But Yeah, Money in the Bank, one of our favorite pay-per-views. Yeah, but it's not a major. Um, oh, man. I don't know. There's, I'm just so excited about Daniel Bryan, like in general. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see him come out in his ring gear. And, you know, I hope he's not wearing the fluffy, like, Viking leg paddings that he wore that one year. <laughs> I'm know. just excited to see his run, man. I wonder where he's going to go, you know? Is he going to go... I. Uh, you think he's going to stick around on SmackDown? So is he going to go right to the title? I think he's going to stick around on SmackDown because he has to. Um, I think like they got to add more oomph to that show, have more talent. Um, and I think there's lots of things that for him to do. I mean, it depends what they plan on doing with AJ Styles. I would love to see a match with AJ Styles for the title. However, I do feel Nakamura is going to take it at WrestleMania. I'm actually indifferent on whoever. I don't, I don't I'm really indifferent. Is. You know what? Because AJ Styles won last time. Uh, sorry, Shinsuke won last time, so maybe they'll have AJ Styles win this ten- time. I'm not exactly sure. There hasn't but been a fa- last time, bro. Uh, in New Japan, right? That doesn't count. <laughs> it does. Oh, God. The match okay. blows uh, many WWE matches out of the water by far, so it does count. Let's take some time and talk about this, though. Um, I did catch you in a SmackDown, and I feel like the build between Nakamura and AJ has been a little bit lazy in the it sense has. that it's just such like a an attraction to hardcore wrestling fans versus, like, casual fans it's not really a pop culture attraction it's not really a match that they've been selling to people who don't know that it's happening already you know what i mean like the way that ronda rousey is being sold the way that undertaker is being kind of you know well hinted at or whatever just on that note i was super hyped for nakamura versus benjamin this week it was it was oh oh, they squandered an opportunity with this one they really could have done a lot more with it it was more of a squash match and Shelton Benjamin is a fantastic singles competitor he can put on great matches and I really like Nakamura I've seen him put on some great matches but like since he's been on the main roster he's really sorry folks and I love Nakamura it's not him he's been a bit overrated I mean it's not his fault he just doesn't seem engaged but He's also yes. been very restricted at the same time from doing for, sure. what he, for doing his Nakamura thing, right? But as as bad it well the match the match itself was kind of shit. Like I mean, it was good, but it was just too short, and it ended you know kind of 
quickly. But after the match, I thought Nakamura like really blossomed. That fake out on AJ yeah, was the tease like, was fun. And, the tease and I was will great. Say, I think the WWE is playing us for fools because Nakamura's English is a lot better than people it's think it is. Way better than yeah. You could tell. You could yeah, totally tell. I remember before, right when he entered the WWE, he did a podcast with Jericho, and his English was no, it wasn't great, but it was fairly decent. They see him going out there, and he says like one word here or there. Maybe it's because we're used to hearing Osaka's terrible English every week. Terrible. It, it is terrible. But Nakamura's English is not that bad. And he cut a pretty decent promo. He understands what people are saying. He knows slang. He knows keywords. Obviously, it's not his first language. He's an, he's an older person. Uh, it's harder to learn English at an older age. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, his promo skills are definitely getting there. It just, I don't know. His I find his promo skills are fine for the kind of wrestler he is. That he needs kind to be, of, uh, yeah. That he needs to be. And I think... This was the first time we really saw him show a lot of his character. You know what I mean? The way that he talked to you, he told AJ, "You're too emotional." He walked out the ring like he could he could stay calm, and then when he came back in, oh man, I was like, "This is awesome! We're gonna see him kick AJ in the face." And I didn't even think that he would fake him out. And then he fought, he faked him out, and it was just. Wow, I felt genius. like he was going to fake him out. I did. did. You? He's ah, a nice guy. He's not going to do that, but he should have maybe. But I do feel like if they push this one more week, uh, AJ is going to take a shot at uh, Nakamura. I like that they're going in face versus face, and I hope they do that. And I think even if AJ kind of like, you know, gets pissed off and attacks Shinsuke, it's only one week before WrestleMania. I don't think he'll be a full-fledged heel. Yeah. Um, it does feel like AJ is going in as like more of the heel or less face, I guess is the rest, better way to put it. But uh, I really like to see a face versus face match between the two of them. And I honestly don't care who wins. It's going to be a great match. Or it has the potential to be a great match. Maybe they'll pull something similar to... Maybe we'll see a heel turn within the match. Maybe we'll see AJ, I don't know, use dirty tactics and walk out there a heel, you know, and start off the next road to WrestleMania as a heel again. Because I'd love to see a heel AJ again. I'd love to. Oh, yeah, I love heel AJ. I thought he's hilarious. Now he's too nice and... A little bit hokey, and like when he was a heel, he was oh, it was hilarious. I loved it every week after week. It was great. Yeah, he's like a little too red, like jolly redneck. He was better he's too, as a he's too kind redneck. and nice, and now it's like I don't believe he's he's contradicting everything he did when he was a it was it was a heel before. You know, yeah, that's odd. I know, I agree. He didn't care about people's feelings. He just wanted to beat up John Cena. <laughs> beat up John Cena. Beat up John Cena. Beat up John Cena. Another big uh, match leading to WrestleMania. Undertaker Cena, where yeah. has the Undertaker been? And I know this is the whole thing. And I think they, th- I feel like they've done this before, where somebody challenged Undertaker week after week, and then he shows up right before WrestleMania. I feel like they've done something like this before. If not with the Undertaker, it's very similar. I it's feel like something feels Vu. like. I just Deja feel like this v- is a big Deja match. You got Big John Cena, big match John Cena. You have the Undertaker. You could be spending these weeks having them go back and forth, having epic promos. Some kind of dynamic. Yeah, week after week, we're seeing John Cena come out and punking out The Undertaker, saying like, oh, you owe it to this. No, he doesn't owe shit. The guy wrestled for fucking like 25 years or plus. He doesn't need to come out there. Like, I don't know. I I don't buy John Cena's uh, criticism of The Undertaker. To me, it sounds really lazy. I feel like this whole angle has been a little bit lazy. I feel like they could have had him there four weeks instead of Undertaker just showing up at WrestleMania. I guess I get that that's his thing, but he should show up for WrestleMania season, and he should be there for WrestleMania season, and he should be there for WrestleMania. The fact that he's only going to show up next week and go like, 
Yes, rest in peace. Okay, awesome. But man, really, instead of having him come out week after week after week, the main event was against Kane this week on Raw. Super boring. It needed to happen this week. It needed to happen this week. It and then at the end, to... I looked at the time, and I was like, oh, snap. They it still have time left for him yeah. to come out. I know. But he cuts a stupid promo. And you have The Undertaker sitting up like... Sorry, sorry. You, you have John Cena sitting up like The Undertaker, which oh, I yeah. thought was a terrible decision to make. It breaks the whole um, magic of it. If anybody can just do it. And uh, and then he did the eye-rolling thing. It was just... Ugh, it was oh, gross and hard to look end, at. It was so cringeworthy, man. I mean, it's made for some great internet memes, but this is, how, this is my take on it. This would have worked if The Undertaker showed up this week. And he could have showed up as the Undertaker, or he could have showed up as the American Badass. Either or, it needed to happen this week. I feel like if they're going to give us Cena Undertaker, it's ruined now. Because he can't show up one week before, and like you said, show up, hit... I mean, maybe if he does American Badass next week and he comes down on a freaking bike... He's got to. Oh, my God. I'm not saying he's going to, but he's got to. I think fans are going to explode. I think, look, you know, he's wrestled twice now, or he's lost twice now as The Undertaker. He doesn't want to wrestle as The Undertaker. He retired as The Undertaker, let's say, per se. I think it would work perfectly because people were like, what? That makes no sense because Roman Reigns retired him last season, last year. This is stupid. What did that even mean? I think now it's a perfect opportunity to be like, well, if he's going to wrestle again... Have him wrestle as the American Badass. He's done as the Undertaker. Have him wrestle there. It makes sense. It works. Uh-oh. Dude. Shit. I mean, maybe I'm being crazy and it's another one of like uh, J-Bomb's crazy thoughts. But if he does come back as the American Badass and he beats John Cena at WrestleMania, do you think the American Badass will issue a challenge to Roman Reigns? Once Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar. And it's going to be a whole other build to WrestleMania next year where Roman Reigns... Retires the American badass, or even uh, SummerSlam. I, I, I like your thinking. You're very no, no. Uh... I don't want that thinking. <laughs> I'm afraid of that thinking. I don't want to see that again. But I'm just saying, holy shit! I hope. I think I, I think you're ahead of your stuff. I don't think that's gonna happen. That means Undertaker has to work for a year. So yeah, but yo, he's 53. Okay, I literally watched what's his name, Jushin Liger, or whatever his name is. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a world-renowned. Oh man, I'm I'm butchering it right now. Jushin. Oh, this is really bad. Anyways, he's 53. He's got a mask. If you saw him, you would know exactly who he is. And uh, he's 53, and he's doing like freaking moonsaults off ropes. And Undertaker. How tall 53. is he though? Um, I don't know. He's. I'm only saying that because Undertaker is like a big golden retriever. The hips go, and then you know, like Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh my God, I'm sorry. He fought in NXT for a bit. You would know him if you saw him. Anyways, he was he was literally at. New Japan Pro Wrestling's um, pay-per-view at uh, Strong Style Evolved last Sunday. And he fought, jeez, uh, this is horrible. He replaced, no, he was supposed to fight Rey Mysterio. And then Rey Mysterio got injured. Anyways, it was incredible. He's like 53, and I'm going, shit, Undertaker's 53. I'm pretty sure it was Undertaker's birthday on the weekend, too. So, Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Or his death anyway. day, or his birthday, his death day? How does it work with Undertaker? Day. Either way, it's been, it's been honestly, I was really into the build, and when I saw that he was fighting Kane this week, and then they said, they made it a uh, notice qualification match. Yeah, you were almost sure something was going to yeah. happen, right? Now, I don't know if we're getting swerved. Um, at this point, I almost wish that he doesn't come out. I almost wish that even at Mania, John Cena comes to the ring, and he calls him out, and he calls him out, and he calls him out, and he doesn't come. 
And then John Cena just like tail between his legs walks to the back. And then we don't see John Cena for like six months while he films some movies. Oh, crowd would riot if Undertaker doesn't show up. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Yeah. Keep it for 35 in New Jersey. We're talking we're gonna is going to be there. Talkamania will be there, folks. You know, I was thinking about the other day, and I don't think I've ever um, witnessed an Undertaker entrance live. Was he at Survivor Series? believe he was not it was kane versus mankind at survivor series was it kane was there i don't even remember that yeah man. kane had a really Shit. good match with mankind at survivor series damn but yeah. yeah no i'd like to i get why people say it's cool to see the undertaker live i guess i'm, I'm gonna regret that i've never seen him i've never seen the gong and the entrance. i think i've been in a live show with the undertaker before yeah you've been to more than i have but yeah. maybe he'll be at raw when we go. Maybe he will, but May, he probably April won't. 30th. Maybe probably won't. Probably won't. Probably won't. Probably won't. All right. One more big buildup. Ronda Rousey going to WrestleMania. This week, we saw our Absolution. Paige comes out. What was your first reaction when you saw Absolution come out? What did you think was going to happen? Uh, what was it think was going to happen? Well, Paige was going to stick out her tongue more times than it's comfortably to see. Um, instead of that, say baby, say baby doll even more time. Baby girl. Now I thought maybe, and even my wife, who's not like the biggest wrestling fan, was like, "Is she like making reference to Dusty Rhodes or something?" So I thought, "Oh, maybe." Mm. But then she just kept kind of doing it. It was annoying as hell. She said it about like five times too many. Um, but I honestly thought maybe Ronda Rousey was gonna make a truce with them and make it part of it. Not. Not going You're to so mania, naive. I love, I love where your just mind goes. Make, just kind of be like, oh, okay, that's cool. But I don't know. Just because I thought, you know, um, the lesbian. She's not going to sell out this early. No, that's that's not selling out. Selling out is going with joining up, joining a heel faction or being peaceful to the heel faction. Absolutely is. And uh, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Paige is decent on the mic for sure. Absolutely. I won't give her that. I'm sorry. I will give her that. I don't find but... she is. I don't find Well, she is. I'm comparing it to the rest of the roster, then yes, she is. Well, I guess she beats Tamina. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. There you go. That's exactly <laughs> what I had in mind. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm really trying, but like, every time she blocks a punch or blocks a hit, it's so terrible. Oh, it was so bad, eh? Yeah. And she, I was just like, no, this is not working at all. She has a long way to go. Her mic skills are not very good. She's. Very uncomfortable on the microphone. And you know what? It's fine. She'll get better over time. I'm really hopeful. Sorry, I'm really hopeful for that. I know Stephanie McMahon was garbage at first, and she's one of the best now. So we will see where that takes us. But she did do that hip takedown, that arm takedown, and that dude. was badass. Dude. That I, was nice. Like, I had to rewind and watch it because my mind couldn't fully understand what had happened. <laughs> what just happened? Yeah. Because it was so fast and so out of nowhere. But I agree. Um... I think it's just the theatrics behind it that she struggles with. She has a hard time like holding back a smile. Yeah, well, so, she's in front of the crowd, right? So many people trying to cut a serious promo, and but it's she's not just like, like she's not used to it. You know what I mean? I know UFC is a, she's a acting, different beast. Right? She's acting yeah. now. Yeah, but you know what? Like when they were selling UFC fights during promos, I mean, they're pretty, they're full of shit. Like really, maybe Ronda Rousey actually hated her opponents, but like you listen to these fighters after their fights, and they're like. Yeah, we push that promo. You know, I know that guy. I've trained with him. Blah. blah. I respect him so much. Yeah, and and so I think with the blocking, like when she blocked Dana Brooks' punch on that dark match, Terrible. with like the open hand, she was like, "Do you, do you know what I'm talking about?" 
it was after SmackDown yeah, or Raw and Dana Brooke came out. I thought Dana Brooke owned her on the mic anyways. I thought that was I didn't listen funny. to the mic. I just saw the physical interaction. Yeah. Um the, that whole thing and the way she like Dana Brooke pretty much like jumped into her arms like it was like dirty dancing and then she threw over her head. Um pretty much everything Ronda Rousey did in the ring so far has been crap except for that takedown that we were talking about. That mm. was good. Um the Samoa drop on McMahon was pretty bad. But But it looked brutal though, so it was kind of yeah, nice. looked like it hurt like a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fuck it. Um she's like she's over. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean I'm okay with everything. I'm okay with it. I'd rather uh, her be at WrestleMania yeah. than like any other of the celebrity matches we've had. Like when uh, Floyd Mayweather was there against Big Show. Um, I'm going to like her. I'm going to enjoy more her more than when Gronk interacted last year. Right, year but before. she's a part of the roster technically. She right? is Something now, different. but she's still kind of a celebrity at this point. Her debut is WrestleMania. So it's like I hope after WrestleMania she starts wrestling in matches more frequently or like at all because she hasn't wrestled yet. Just give her splash matches. No, no, no. They always want to make people wait, right? Same thing with Dan O'Brien. They want to have him wrestle on SmackDown right away. No, they're going to wait for the grand. No, I'm saying after post post Mania. Oh yeah, well, I mean they're still doing it now. We saw Oscar knock the head off of that jobber this week. Did you see that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, killed her. She's dead. (laughs) She's still dead. That girl. They have not revived her. That girl is someone, eh? Yeah, I I saw like a feature on her, but it was so funny because. Um, she's she she was like doing her little um, interview with who is it Charlie or whoever it was, and uh, it was like literally she says what she had to say and it's like, "Okay, you're dead," <laughs> like literally you're dead in two seconds. Yeah, Oscar the kick was Strider. perfect. Yeah, the kick was perfect. The way she fell down was perfect. It looked very like it's funny because usually someone someone falls, it's very wrestling oriented. They kind of flop on their back, but she felt like a sack of potatoes, like a sack of potat, man. Yeah, it man, was it was uh, it was awesome. Awesome. What did you awesome. think of the video montage this week with um, Triple H and Stephanie for, for Ronda Rousey fight? I mean, you know, it's exciting. It's a good buildup. But, I mean, what it really comes down to is I want to see them get in the ring. And I want to see how much time Ronda's actually going to get in the ring. How much, how she's going to get a hands on Stephanie. What the wrestling capability is going to be of the two together. Because she's only going to be able to wrestle Stephanie. Remember that, right? So how much will she be in this match? How much will she Dude, be involved? She's going to fight Triple she, H too, for sure. She'll do something. She'll do a hip toss or something. But then that kind of is like, it breaks their whole like women wrestling men thing, right? Yeah, but it's I, mean, I, think they, I think the next step is they should have Asuka fighting men. I mean, they, she's done it before. Why not have it happen? Yeah. But, but getting back to that montage, I found it was fresh because I thought they were just going to show us the same video package as always. And then they had like the whole... When that I trainer's... feel like though that they're putting these packages together because she's not doing so great, you know. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But I, I honestly, I think the WWE should head in that direction, especially for leading up to pay per views. They should have more pre recorded stuff like that because it does set a better tone. Like the promos backstage are kind of lame. Keep that for TV, and like do a bit of it leading up. But the couple of weeks before the big pay per views, just the major four, go to video montages. I liked it. I thought it was really well done. The way they call Kurt Angle an idiot. Um, that trainer is saying that Stephanie McMahon is a better athlete than Olympians. And that's kind of funny, but I don't know. I thought it was really well done. And then they went to Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle in, in the uh, fighting in the dark there. In that dark freaking ring, wherever they are, constant photo shoot. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fresh and different. I agree. I think it was too. And I hope there's more to come. We only have one week left, obviously. But I mean, just in terms of having something like that and using that kind of recipe in the future. 
definitely something that, you know, it's a little bit more, it's better than having those PowerPoint presentations where we have like the words flash on the screen in front of our faces. Oh God. Those are getting painful every week, man. Extremely painful, man. I don't know how much more I could take of that. Speaking of painful, speaking of what we were on topic earlier, Asuka, uh, one thing I noticed this weekend, I know you're not following the Mixed Match Challenge, but next week it's the finals. And next week it's going to be Asuka and The Miz versus Charlotte Flair and Bobby Roode. This is this a is tournament? Gonna, this is going to be before WrestleMania. This was a tournament? I had no idea it was a tournament. <laughs> yeah, it was a tournament. So next week we're actually going to see the two of them square off before WrestleMania. So I don't know what that really means. You know, these mixed match challenges aren't really televised outside of the WWE Network like a week after the fact. But uh, the fact that they're going to wrestle one-on-one. Now, Charlotte was out of commission this week. Apparently she had dental surgery and Becky Lynch took her place for the week, which is kind of a sackage to Becky Lynch, another one, because they're like, oh, Charlotte's injured. She's out. Becky's taking her place. And Becky actually won the match this week, rolled up her opponent. And they're like, okay, next week, Charlotte's back. See ya, Becky. (laughs) (laughs) Becky. There you go. Becky's had a rough 2018 so far. She's had a, I, honestly, I don't look at the WWE with like calendar years. I look at WrestleMania to WrestleMania. And from last WrestleMania to this WrestleMania has just been. I hope she like, wins the Battle Royale. I think she deserves it. I hope she gets the Battle Royale, in my, in my honest opinion. Let's talk about the Battle Royale because, I mean, Sasha Banks, Bailey, are they going in the Battle Royale or are they going to have a match? Like, what's the dealio with that? Oh, well, I don't know if you caught Raw or not, but the way that the WWE sees these two, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, it's like something out of a high school drama. Now, not all not all of our listeners are going to get this reference, right? I mean, a lot of people on the internet did, because, I mean, Degrassi right. became a thing, right, on MTV? It did become a thing. It did become a thing more in America, but growing up in Canada... You come home, you're a kid from school, and there'd be Degrassi Junior High, eventually Degrassi <laughs> High, and you'd have drama in the high school. And this is how the WWE sees these two. I was laughing my ass off because as soon as the scene started, finally Sasha Banks takes his heel turn. And where do they? Do? Where do these loggers come from? Uh, yeah, and they were all over. They were on both sides. Right, of the yeah, they're on both sides. Yeah, and, and it was and, like nothing around them fit because it's like garbage cans and tables. But for some reason, there's these lockers. So they literally took it in their mind to place these lockers here and set up a scene and set up a scenario. So this is how they see the two of them. I was kind of turned on. Drama. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was, and, and even the lighting was like a little bit weird. It was like after school special slash really awesome porno. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm down for Bailey and Sasha Isn't that how the Mickey I mean? James scene started? Isn't that Oh god, like was, really? You get a boot again, mm. bro. Jeez. I love black guys. Yeah. She did. She did. <laughs> she did. Yeesh. Um but Google uh, it, folks. Sorry. Do you think it's do you, is it a heel turn? Or is it just like a turn on Bailey? Because Bailey's shit and nobody cares. I think like Sasha never missed it being a full heel. She just kind of like is a boss, you know, she's stone cold, but, um, I don't know. So what does this mean? Does this mean they're going to have a match at WrestleMania? Because it seems like they're building, they've always been building towards this one-on-one. You can't beat me kind of thing, but they've already announced that they're going to be in the, in the battle Royale. And if they do end up having a match at WrestleMania, where's it going to fit on the card? I hope it's not a pre-match card or maybe it'll be a card to open up. I'm sorry, match to open up the WrestleMania program. And that could be a good way to start things off. But I don't know. There's so many matches and so little time, but maybe there will be enough time. I don't know. We'll see. 
but having them just duke it out in the battle royals just doesn't seem to justify the whole build up for this. Uh, unless it ends with the two of them or ends with three yeah, of them. Yeah, it could end know. with the two of them. That could be it could be true. Like if it was a Royal Rumble match where like the participants came one after the other, it could work there because the ring could be cleared, Sasha could be in it, Bailey could run out, and they can just like exchange right, with these punches. battle royals. They're all in it at once. Yeah, exactly. Right. Honestly, I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. Um, I feel like the, the battle royals are a waste. Well, you know what that is, right? It's kind of like okay, well, we can't get everybody into the WWE, sorry, into WrestleMania program. So let's have a battle royale. We can just throw everybody in who doesn't have something. Oh, Primo, Colon. Oh, hey, you, Zack Ryder. Oh, hey, you. Yeah, but uh, there's no point. Mojo Raleigh. What's that? There's like no point to that. It, it would be, it's almost worse for your character to be somebody who is in the battle royal than it would be to be just somebody who wasn't at last year's WrestleMania. Oh, I mean, case in point is Dolph Ziggler. Now, I think it's absolutely stupid jumping over to the men's battle royale. This guy dropped the U.S. title in the ring, walked away, and said, eh, I'm going to leave you with something to remember. And now his focus is on winning a giant, under the giant trophy. Like, come on. He's, oh, he's in it? He's announced? Oh, yeah, he's in it. He announced this week he fought uh, Tyler Breeze on SmackDown t- and basically declared that he's Where's entering the, the Battle Royale. Really? And, yeah, basically says this is what his mission is and he wants to win it. And it's like, really, you dropped the U.S. title in the middle of the ring and you want a stupid Battle Royale trophy that means nothing? I don't know. Yeah. They got to, I mean, I get this year being a big year with Andre the Giant's special coming out on HBO and la da but like, ah, uh, uh, yeah. You know what, uh, another uh this week for me was Matt Hardy. So we saw Matt Hardy at the Hardy compound finally beat Bray Wyatt, throw him into the lake of, help me out here. You know it. Uh, the lake of in, uh, reincarnation. Right. So, and we saw him also talking in a live event saying that uh, Bray Wyatt's character will die and he'll be reinvented, and the Bray Wyatt we know will cease to exist. So, for me, I'm like, oh my God, wow, he's going to become a part of the Broken family. That's phenomenal. But this week, we hear after all this buildup that's happened, this feud, oh, yeah. Matt Hardy is going to be in the Andre Giant Battle Memorial. Oh my God. It he's going to lose. He won't win it. And it's like, really, after all of this, ri- ridiculous. And then what, what about Bray Wyatt? He's not even going to be in it at all. Where's he been at? He hasn't even been around. So maybe he'll appear in the Battle Royale and as a different character, maybe, and rejuvenate. Maybe that'll be it. Ooh. Maybe he'll come back as a new character in the Battle Royale. But then he would have to come out as an entrance. You couldn't just be there in the Ex- beginning, right? 100%, man. Like, there's that's, that's where the Battle Royale is really... Um, it's like loser points for wrestlers. Like in the NHL, if you lose in overtime, you get a point. That's a loser point. So being in the battle royal at WrestleMania is a loser point because they can't even they can't do anything. There's no story to be built. It's literally just and I know that the wrestling community doesn't like it when you call it fake, but it's literally like a fake competition. There's no storytelling, there's no there's no anything behind it. And the winner, um, I don't care what anybody says, they don't get a push. Mojo Rally didn't get a push. Baron Corbin got the shittiest push of all time. I think they were really high and behind him, but I think he A, put his foot in his mouth backstage at the same mm-hmm. time. I think he just isn't working out. So I think the intentions were there. Uh, Mojo Rawley was like, really? What did they ever really see in him? Because Mojo Rawley, zero charisma. 
Cesaro not, didn't get a push after his initial win. But Cesaro has a lot of respect, I find. Yeah, you know? but it has nothing to do with Andre the Giant. If he would have won it or not won it, Dude, he would have had that same respect. Dude, he just the Big Show and threw him out. I think it was pretty big. The Big Show then won, and he got no push either. So I don't he know why people uh, think I, I that's I don't know. Like I will disagree with you on this because I find that, yes, the, this was a big one when he ended up winning it. He lifted up the Big Show, body slammed him out of the ring. And look, he's been like so successful as a tag team champion with Cesaro. Yeah, it was like Sorry, five years ago. With Sheamus, what's that? When he won the Battle Royal, it was five years ago. That push wasn't because was he won the Battle Royal. five years, really? Well, it's, or you're it just was, kind of he was the original winner, so it's got to be, it's four. This would be the fifth year of it. So it's four hmm. years ago. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't put Cesaro in that category because I feel four, like... Four, four, four years. He has the respect and he is destined for great things. Oh, and I love I Cesaro, don't get me wrong. I, I guess Baron Corbin will also have a decent future as well, too. But you can't argue that Mojo Rawley's not going to have the most successful futures. Uh, no, I don't think he will. He's mm, garbage. Mm, mm, mm. Arr, arr, arr. Talk about future. Talk about future and having success and getting pushes. It looks like WrestleMania will, in fact, be Rusev Mania. Hell yeah, it Mashka. will be. He got a pin this week, man. Yeah, he got a pin this week. It looks like they were trying to find a place to put him in to WrestleMania, and they found that place. They keep putting him with Jinder Mahal and taking him away from Jinder Mahal. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But, yeah, got a big pin this week, being put in a fatal four-way. Uh, again, I feel it's the case of trying to put people in matches to give them spots at WrestleMania. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I didn't know this. He's in, like, the U.S. title He's fatal in the U.S. title match, the fatal four-way. <laughs> oh. Hello. That's amazing. Yeah, he had a backstage promo uh, basically explaining his tactic to go talk to Daniel Bryan. It was a good – it was a decent segment. It was good, yeah? Yeah, it was decent. So, yeah, we'll see – Will Randy Orton retain the title? I don't see him losing it that quickly. So, but again, could be cool to see Rusev take it. It would start a whole new—I like to say year or season because that's when the season starts after WrestleMania in my mind. Me too. But um, yeah, hopefully it will be Rusev Day at Rusev Mania. I had no idea. That's amazing. You know what? I hope they do at Mania this year. <coughs> Excuse me. I hope they do like better entrances than they've been doing the last few years. I hope they bring Pyro. Yeah, Pyro. Well, they did. They should do Pyro as a pay per view. I understand not at Raw in every show, but like Pyro's at pay per view should be a thing. That should be. They need the sets back. I know we talked about it. Oh yeah, remember like the King of the Ring one where they had like the the axe that would swing and stuff. I mean, we talk. I don't know how many times we mentioned this on the podcast, but I guess we're big fans of it. They need to bring back custom sets, um, at least from the major four. I mean, WrestleMania gets it, but the rest don't. And you know what? Screw it. Even every pay-per-view, especially now that they're doing less pay-per-views in the year, they drop I want to see King of the Ring come back. And I want to see it actually be treated with the proper respect that it deserves, King of the Ring. Uh, Not just, hey, I'm Seamus. I won. So I'm going to be wearing a a cape and a hat or cape and a crown for the next year. Was was it King Barrett that was the last one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's the last one, but yeah, he was. And it's like, it's just stupid because like, that's how King Booker came along. Uh, King Booker worked. The ones that worked, did, worked, yeah, for sure. King Booker worked. Owen Hart, the King of the Hearts, worked. Uh, was Neville ever King of the Ring, or he just called himself King Neville? He's King, King of the Cruiserweights, and he still is King Neville. And I hope he makes his comeback sooner or later. Yeah, that's something we need to we need to think about for WrestleMania. Ooh, he'd be a nice WrestleMania return, even if like after the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah, he shows up at the decided. top of the ramp with a grumpy face. Yeah, you know, that's all he's got to do. It's all he's got to do. That's all he's got to do. Let's see if you're on the Neville level. Are you on the Neville level? Spoiler. No, no one is. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say spoiler. It's uh, no, no chance it's going to happen. 
Hey, I'm just curious. Who do you think uh, Braun Strowman's partner is going to be in the end? Oh, God. We didn't even talk about this, eh? Uh, See, now, I was, like, super set on Elias, but then, like, they had him kind of running his own angle now, and, like, he's not really involved. So it's like, I thought they'd keep him secret and hush-hush. So I really don't know. I still feel like, if anybody, it's going to be Elias because of the recent feud. Uh, it was a very short feud, too, so it kind of makes sense that it could pick up off of that. But I saw a suggestion online this week that actually was really interesting. What if it was... James Ellsworth. Meh. Poo-poo. It would be poo-poo, but I mean, like, James Ellsworth kind of started with Braun Strowman. It's like Biggie. They can be called Biggie Smalls. Wait, Braun... What? Oh, yeah. Squash match. Um, to tell you the truth, the only thing I ever want to see with Braun... Uh, the only angle I would want to see with Ellsworth is if he helps Carmella cash in the money at the bank. That's it. It's going to have to happen, though, I would think, right? Isn't it by, is it by next Money in the Bank or is it well, by WrestleMania? Here's the thing. What did I watch? I watched the original Money in the Bank match the other night where Edge won. They had won. a year. They had a year, right? And they had was? a year. So No one I, says anything, though, now. So I they know can go any rule they really want. But I know. It's tough to tell. It's definitely tough to tell. But who do I think is going to be Braun Strowman's partner at WrestleMania? Whew. That could be... For me right now, it's going to have to be Elias. I don't know. I think that they're going to try and like bring somebody back because I saw, I don't know if it was WWE who posted it or... Maybe Samoa Joe. No, but, but I they were saying lined that, like... Up to, I hear Samoa's lined up to feud with uh, Roman Reigns after WrestleMania. Oh, really? Samoan against Samoan? Joe versus Joe? Samoa. Um, I would like to see Braun Strowman pick a partner who like doesn't like need to be there. So he could still win the championship technically alone. He should. It, it should have always been him win the championship alone. That would have been amazing. It would have been so unique and like honestly, after I know it sounds stupid having one person be the tag team champion. It's not. But stupid. after after the year that Braun Strowman had, the guy deserves better at WrestleMania than what he currently has. I'm sorry. It's it's not stupid by any means. It's such a good idea to do it. It'd be so amazing. It'd be fresh. It would be perfect hey, if you can do for the Braun Strowman's rule and three people can be tag team champion. Why the hell not can one be person be tag team champion? It might not be believable, but you know what? With Braun Strowman, it's believable. What about Bray Wyatt coming back as somebody else? Oh, not with I'm not I'm not I'm not against him coming back as some other persona or whatever, but not with Braun Strowman. Um, Braun Strowman was part of the party people, right? Yeah, he was part of uh, Adam Rose's Rosebuds. <laughs> Rosebuds, okay. But so was uh, so was Elias, right? Mm, you know, he was. He was. I, he was. I, I saw him I the other day. I do not know that. Yeah, he is. Um, um, that guy's dead, so it's definitely not going to be him. <sighs> That's a good question, man. I mean, I'm wondering if they're going to bring somebody, like, will they do a blast from the past? Imagine it's The Rock. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Imagine it's The Rock. It should have Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, Elias was in the yeah, room. Look at yeah. that, folks. I did not know that. Becky yeah. Lynch was as well, too, if you didn't I'm know. I'm telling you, there's going to be a day where we're going to look back at the Rosebuds, and they're going to be like all Hall of Famers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Elias. I mean, now that we're talking about him, I'm I'm not, I'm not, I, I have not bought into him. Oh, I'm okay with him. He's got a good look. I feel like he's getting a bit older, though. He kind of has like these like. You know, he's got lines under his eyes. I feel like if you need want to have a run with this guy, you have to do it soon because he's kind of, I don't know, I don't know how old he's he is. He's probably just tired was. from his horrible yeah. big, uh, travel. 
Yeah, that's also a possibility too. Uh, he's only but, thirty. Wow, he's younger than me, and he looks older. Wow, it's crazy. crazy when like good. people, you look at people who are like, that guy's older than me for sure. I feel but like he's got I, a good guy's jacked. He's got a good body. He's got a nice head of hair. He's getting better at the mic. He can no do songs. He can play no a crowd. Homo. People love to say, "Walk with Elias." Yeah, and apparently we can credit John Cena with that one. John Cena told him to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Don't stop saying it. So. I'll give him. Uh, I'll give him credit. And oh, we didn't yeah. play this clip nope. yet. He's going to be a face to him as well, too. Uh, who is sure. Who Elias? Yeah, Elias will be a face, and he's not, he's kind of on that line too. I think people are like annoyed by him. They have to be more open to smashing the guitar. And I know it's faux pas, but What's honestly, they have, to be more, they have to be more open to smashing the guitar on people's heads because it looks stupid. It's flimsy. It looks fake. So like, why not let it happen? Are people really going to go out and buy a guitar just to hit their little sister over the head with it? Well, hell yeah, I would. Uh, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> But you know what would be interesting? Because so first of all, we don't know Jeff Jarrett's going into the Hall of Fame. Yep. And Road Dogg's going to be inducting him. Weird, Which is yeah. pretty cool. I'm sure there'll be a play on. He'll probably sing the song My Baby Tonight or something. Because uh, Road Dogg was the initial singer, of that, actually the original singer and only singer of that song. Yeah. But it'd be cool if at the end, during the performance, Elias comes out. And like during the speech, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank you. It's like, when he walks on stage, he's like, <laughs> I'd like to sing a song for you all. He comes out and Jeff Jarrett's like, what? And then smashes him over the head with the guitar. Uh, that would be good. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Maybe they could do that like the cool. end of the speech. Well, that's it. Obviously, yeah. you would let him get his words out, but it'd be cool to end with a guitar over the head because Jeff Jarrett was the originator of this, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, yeah, let's yeah, bring it sure. back. Absolutely, man. So I guess with that being said, we've covered our topics, and that wraps up another episode of Talkamania. Bye-bye so now. Oh, bye-bye now. Uh, guys, follow us on, on Twitter, at underscore Talkamania. Uh, we're doing fun stuff. We live tweet every Monday. We live tweet every Tuesday. And uh, we think we're funny, so we release stuff. Um, but we're interactive. We're always talking with our fans. Drop us a comment if you want to shout out on the show. Um, go to iTunes, subscribe, rate and review. We need the ratings. We need the reviews. You don't know how much we appreciate it and how much it helps us keep us going. We want to climb the charts, baby. WrestleMania week is coming next week. We have so much in store. We have 10 count coming out next Monday. Uh, we have plans all week. It's going to be good. We have a surprise for y'all. We got some merch coming in, so we'll be releasing photos of that next week as well. And really, it's just going to be an exciting week to be a wrestling fan. So, I don't have anything else to say. So with that, I will leave you to it. J-Bomb's out. Say bye, Dez. Happy Rusev Mania! Machka! Nakamura!